with a blue dress, blue dress, blue dress, devil with a blue dress on. Welcome, welcome, welcome to NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley, spilling my coffee everywhere. I shouldn't even have gotten out of bed, probably. When you're my age, that's what happens. Well, welcome, 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 everyone, to the WKXL Studios, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. Both of those are in Concord. Yeah, and they're on the radio. Yeah, yeah, go figure. For those of you in Manchester, 101.9 FM, and if you just happen to love the interwebs, head on over there to nhtalkradio.com. We got archives. Yeah, we got it all out there. We certainly do. In studio with me today, oh, I am so happy to have her, Nancy Barry from the Interlakes Theater. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Good morning, Nancy. Good morning. Before we get too deep, I need to thank my sponsor, and that would be Lakes Regent Fence up there in Guilford. I had chance the other day to take a ride with Matt McGonigal, who is the owner of the uh, Lakes Region fence up there. We came upon a fence, and I said, Matt, I can't, is that, is that, that's a gorgeous fence. It was like a six-foot-high, beautiful cedar fence, had like this uh, cross pattern across the, the top of it. I, it was stunning. I mean, stunning. And um, it was like a privacy fence or something. And he said, yeah, they had just installed it. And uh, I, really, I, I've seen a lot of nice fence work. I mean, okay, that's <laughs> not something I generally brag about. But, but this stood out in my mind. If you are interested in the fence, head over to lrfence.com, lrfence.com. If you need to break out an adult beverage, just sit there by yourself, happy as a pig, and just take a look at all the photos. They do incredible work. There's even a button out there you can click to get a free estimate. Yeah, yeah, free. In this day and age, free is good. Uh, that's lrfence.com. Lakes Region Fence in Guilford. My gosh, they do some great work. Love you, Matt. Thank you for all you do for us here. Again, in studio with me is Nancy Barry from Interlakes. I have questions, Nancy. Thank you for coming in. I mean that. I mean that. Before we begin, oh my God, I was going to start printing out your uh, your resume. I I swore I would run out of paper before I was ever going to get it done. It's very impressive. I mean, very well, that's impressive. nice of you to say. <laughs> I say a lot of nice things around here. I certainly do. Nancy, give us a brief overview, if you would, of like your history. Um, uh, you, you have a relationship or had with Norm Ledger. Oh, right? yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So kind of fill oh, us wow. all in here. What's going on oh, up I'm there? I'm so glad you brought up his name. Yes. yes. <laughs> Norman Ledger and I are like two peas in a pod. Oh, you knew him for a while, right? A long time, yeah. And you worked over there, right? I worked you? there as an intern in 1983. And... Um, then the next year, I assisted the casting director in putting together the 1984 company. And by 1985, um, I was casting. And after 1985, Norm said, hey, you know, you do this better than anybody. Why don't you just keep doing it? So I actually did cast for him um, pretty much up until the end. 
until he passed away. Really? Um, yeah. Now, there were a couple of years where he brought in an artistic director and the direct artistic director would say, I want, you know, I want to cast my own. And I would say, okay, and I you know, step back. Um, but I did casting for him for years. I traveled the country with him. We went to colleges. We went to all of the um, casting conferences. And um, oh my gosh, I have so many stories. <laughs> We're one. here. I, I, this is Storyland Live. I don't even know if I can begin. But but I just the clean ones. You can tell us I the clean just ones. Loved <laughs> loved doing that with him. And I I just learned so much from him about how to do it. Um, and, and what to look for and understanding that we were casting for our audience and knowing who our audience was and knowing who, um, who would appeal to our, to our audience. And, you know, I met a lot of other producers in the process of that and some of them who I ended up working for as an actor. And it was just always so interesting because, you know, sometimes another Norman, Norman Duttweiler from Forestburg would say, oh, I love that guy. Oh, that He's not a new London type, you know, but we're, but but he's a so Forestburg type. So they have a type, type out there, huh? Everybody huh. does. They have a type. And so it's really like I learned so much about the whole process. Um, and we we had a real we had a good record at the at the barn uh for casting great talent uh, for example at the barn you know we gave Tay Diggs his first professional job wait that was a wait 19- did you just name drop Tay Diggs I did 1992 um so <laughs> and he was up here in the lakes region what? because that year this is how I got see this is the whole story of how I got to the lakes region Norman Ledger in 1992 um, his best friend was Phyllis. No, am I doing that wrong? It wasn't Phyllis. Oh, I can't believe it. Her name okay. just went out of my head. But Welcome to my Peg, world. Peg Chatelier. Okay, got it. <laughs> Peg Chatelier was Norman Ledger's like really close friend. And she had two sons um, who were interested in running a theater. And so he got together with them Um and they decided to have two theaters that summer and that, that we were going to have a blue company and a red company. And the blue company uh, was going to start in the Lakes region and the red company was going to start at the barn. And what they did was like they rehearsed and performed their first show, rehearsed the second show, opened it. Then we start. We, what we did was we switched back and forth. What? So Tay Diggs was in the red company and we did – the red company did – Godspell, West Side Story, and Can Can. I can't remember. You, I can't believe you remember that. Oh yeah, I remember very clearly. My goodness. And Tay Diggs, he appeared in every show shirtless. That's what I remember. That's how I like to do mine. <laughs> Generally before he the meds Judas kick in. Judas and Godspell. <laughs> Judas and Godspell. Riff in in West Side Story and the Serpent in Can Can. Um, and so we switched back and forth. Now, Norman Ledger, it was David Ramsey and Peter Ramsey, our Peg Chatelier's sons. Um, and David Ramsey works over at University of New Hampshire in the theater department now. And and Peter Ramsey, uh, as you know, is the executive director over at um, the Palace Theater. But those, so those brothers ran that theater together. Um for part of the time and for part and then eventually I think just David ran it by himself but they were there uh, for about 16 years Uh, but anyway Norman and I cast those two seasons those two companies the red company and the blue company Um, and after a year Norman hated it his like audience was like where are 
our interns. You t- give them to us. You take them away. Keep. We want our interns. So they had, you know, eight men, eight women every summer would come. And the audience there would like choose kind of, they'd figure out you know who was going to get cast and what and directors at the barn at that time the intern company they kept were cast show by show by the directors coming in so oh. we would cast a rep company and then we would have to make sure we had somebody there for all of the roles and then the directors would come in and they would decide interesting so it was a very interesting process but anyway as i said i learned a lot um and so after um, I, I was at the barn for a little while as an artistic director, um, after Norman had had his stroke, I was there for like two years. He was still there. He's still coming to all the shows. <laughs> he would like walk over from the assisted living. He'd be in all the dress rehearsals, all the kids oh, shows. Funny. I mean, that man, it, it was crazy right up to the end. He just this was his life. Yeah. And um, anyway, when I decided to leave the barn, I knew that the Lakes Region Summer Theater had shut down and that that theater had sat empty for one year. So I went over to the Lakes Region and said, you know, I'm thinking of doing this. And honestly, six months later, I was I opened a new company up man, in the Lakes Region. Man, oh, man. Yeah. That had to be a monumental task. I mean, it's not easy to just open up a... It was crazy. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> it was, a lot of things had shifted in my life. And so I just said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm just going to do this. And, and um, in the beginning, like nobody knew a, a new company had opened there. Well, it's in the high school, right? Or was it, it is. Yeah. And they have renovated that theater twice. Now, they, one, of the, one of the issues that we dealt with in the beginning was that they have these horrible, horrible, hard seats. Yeah, I've been on them. And so I had I, to rent a pillow. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. You have to rent a pillow. <laughs> exactly and right. that idea I stole from the barn because we had rented pillows over at the barn for, for the longest time until when I was there, actually, we put in new seats there. So I've been through this new seat thing twice but gorgeous cushion theaters now nancy hang on a sec do you hear that music does that mean we have to take a break it does okay put on your dancing (laughs) shoes nancy we're gonna dance into a break here nancy barry is with me from the interlakes theater i am ray dudley your happy host coming to you atop the wonderful mountaintop studios of wkxl in concord we're gonna be right back because we got a lot of thinking to do Oh my God, I got Mitch Ryder on the brain today. Somebody help me. In studio with me, I am your host, Ray Dudley. You are listening to NH Unscripted. In studio is Nancy Barry from the Interlakes Theater. We are coming to you from the sweet, cool digs of the WKXL Studios in Concord. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. For those of you who still have radios, that's Concord. 101.9 FM in Manchester. And for this show and all of the other great shows that take place here at WKXL, you could walk your fingers right over to nhtalkradio.com. There are archives. There's a live button. Yeah, a live button. We stream live. Who'd have thunk it? All right. We are talking all things theater with Nancy Barry. Nancy Barry knew Norm Ledger, and she was giving me some gold. Go ahead, Nance. Continue to regale me on the uh, in and outs of theater in New Hampshire, up there in the Lakes region. I remember having to rent a 
freaking pillow in that Interlakes Theater. Yeah, but no more. No more. They have these really beautiful, cushy seats. Man. <laughs> it made a huge difference. When they did that renovation in 2017, it made a huge difference. Must in it cost a mint? It doesn't affect me because I rent the space. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So they did it because people were complaining. I just think, you know, yeah. people were really – and huh. the, the, the stadium seating that they had there uh, wasn't really being used. They weren't – they had seating that you could, like, push back so you could use the room as a multifunctional room. But I think it was just rarely used. I, uh, every now and then I think they used it for, like, testing or something. So it was just – you know, it, it really wasn't – also, the other problem was that stadium seating eventually becomes um, – it needs repair, and the companies were not in business anymore. Oh. Like I think the company that they were that would have had to come to repair it was was not even going to be available. So they had to do something. So anyway, I'm glad they did it. Um, so what type of a what type of stage is that? Is, it's a acoustics? regular proscenium yeah. stage. The uh, the acoustics are not bad considering. Yeah. Um, I, I think the issue that we have mostly there is that there's no orchestra pit. And um, you really can't put the orchestra on the left side where there's a there's an open area. You really can't do it. So we have learned how to put the orchestra actually right on the stage. <laughs> we hide them sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they're part of the show, and sometimes they are hidden. But there's a you know they sit kind of in a um, long like long way across yeah. the back of the stage, and they're hidden by a scrim or a drop or you know, and it seems to be the best. Uh, acoustically for the for the space, but it's very tricky. Yeah, it's yeah, really I can tricky. Imagine. We saw um, I saw a hairspray up there a few years ago. Oh, god, that, that was that would such have a been hoot. ours. Yeah, it was such a hoot. 2012. Yeah. Uh, I can't, that's incredible. Yeah, I, know. I can't remember when I went. <laughs> you know what? I used to say this about Norman because he would say, "Oh yeah, you know, he's in the intern company in 1973," and I'd be like, "What? The, how do you remember that?" Well, I don't always remember. I guess I rem- I do remember what year each show was. Because, you know, I spend a whole year working on it. Um, and so if I know what show they were in, then usually I can identify what year somebody was there. <laughs> are there shows uh, – we're getting kind of ahead of really what I That's wanted okay. to be at this point. But are there shows that you want to put on there that for some maybe a technical reason you can't do it? It would require something more mechanical that you can't well, do? Well, no, like we did Miss Saigon. Um, what? You know, I didn't have a helicopter. You didn't? Obviously. I would have no rented helicopter. one to you if I'd have known but, that. But, you know, you do a sound effect. <laughs> you do a sound effect. You do a lighting effect. You have a ladder drop down. And the, and they're, they're you know, trying to get out by ladder. Um, and, you know, you make the effect. If you've done the work, the, work, the acting work, then, then we're going to, you know, we're going to, we get it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, we, there yeah, are things yeah, we yeah. know we can't do. Um, a show that I was dying to do for a long time was The King and I, and we did it. Yeah. We just did it last I love year. The King La- and I. Not 20, in 2022. It's a show that I've always wanted to do. It was, it's one of my favorites. Um, there are shows that I don't do because I don't think my audience would come. Why do you think you waited so long? I don't mean to uh, forgive me. I did not no, mean go to ahead. jump in there. Yeah. Um, the King and I, it's a classic. It's been around for like yeah. a gajillion years. Why, if, especially if it was something you wanted to do, why do you think it took so long to do? Because it's not technically a... It's hugely diff- expensive. What? There's you, a co- royalties? There's a costume, there's a costume package. Oh. And in this day and age, you absolutely must cast it ethnically correct. I had to have an entire separate company. So normally a company comes and many of the people are in overlapping shows. There's a, They are in more than one show. Yep. I hired an equity actor, an actress to play Anna 
uh, Mrs. Anna and the King. Yeah. And then I had an entirely Asian company except for except for two people that are not Asian. Wow. Well, one other person. You brought them in just for that show? Yes. So I'm housing double. Oh, my God. I'm paying double. It's a costume package that's, you know, expensive. Um, not it's not just the costume package; it's then dry cleaning all the costumes after you yeah, use yeah, them yeah. and returning them. Um, the set was it was beautiful, but it was not. We did not make it like terribly expensive, but you know it's it's up there. Yeah, it's a lot. The orchestra it yeah. was a thirteen piece orchestra. My I I do have live orchestras and they're darn good. Yeah, <laughs> Where, are they like a local? They're, Where are they coming from? It's both. Like I have a, a whole connection, a whole network of kids from Oberlin College, or now they're graduates because I've had some of them for mm. so long. They come back year after year. They love it. The musicians, they come. Um, some of them have gone off on on tours, you know, on Broadway tours. So some of them may or may not be able to come back depending on what when the tour ends or if the tour is extended. Yep. Um, but. But we also have some local folks who are terrific. Right. And again, they every year they're like, you know, I'm in. So I can't, you know, I can't complain about that. I did The King and I back in the 90s. Uh, <clears throat> we did over in Concord. Um, it was for first night, back when they had first night. For and, New Year's Eve? Yeah. 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 And um, they ended up bringing in like these massive drops mm-hmm. that would come in. Did you yeah. have to do that too? And then like we did, the all the curtains were closed and then there was a scene that took place in front of the curtains right there on the edge right of the Right, at the proscenium. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then, they and open, then it open it up. And, yeah. you're, and then you're in Thailand. Did you have to do that as well? Um, we, we didn't quite do it that way. Got you. Uh, you can do it that way. That's how I did uh, My Fair Lady. I it was all drops. Wise, all those drops were like. They're, they're, real, they're very, they are expensive. Yeah. But, um, you know, we, we didn't quite we had maybe one or two drops um, because of the way we created the scenery. Yeah. Yeah. So now, did I read right? You've been at the Interlake since 2008? Yeah. This is our 17th year coming up. <gasps> Ooh. In my life, I've never done anything for more than three years, except for this theater. So, okay. So my, <laughs> my nap one. What? What gets you out of bed to do that? I don't know. It's a lot of work. Because I'm getting to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're still doing this. Um, Because it's a lot. Because I do it, I'm working on it every day. Because we're still, like right now, we're getting out all of the um, passes and tickets for for next summer for all the people that purchased Early Bird. I'm I'm communicating with groups because we're doing group sales. I'm about to sell ads and sponsorships. all, All of those things are in the works. And all of those things happen before the holidays so so i'm in it thick so you're not just like handling the picking the shows you're you're hands on everything i'm hiring everybody you are i do have a production manager who helps who's helping me with a lot of it we've been meeting we reworked the handbook we're reworking contracts because as soon as january comes i'm out casting and hiring so my production manager and i haven't been working on on that aspect of it do you absolutely? Do you travel in New York to get your cast? I used to do it a lot, but ever since the pandemic, a lot of things have changed. Which yeah, is, yeah, but yeah. we're going to do it this year. Yeah. Well, I'm, well, the 
there's a big conference that we usually do in March that is staying virtual. They lost their space. There's a big renovation in the space where they've been doing. Uh-huh. That's where all the producers come together. And over three days, we see, I don't know, a couple hundred people a day, yeah. 90 seconds at a time. They yeah. get up. They sing. They, you know, they sing. They do a monologue. They leave. We have callbacks. We're there all night. Um, I'm really going to miss that. One of the reasons I'm really going to – there are two reasons. Fire one, away. One reason. I'm having that, coffee while you do it. Fire away. <laughs> I guess I can talk, huh? Sure you can. Um, so one of the reasons is because I love to be with the other producers because we get to talk. Because I you hear you hear from people that are doing the same thing you have you're mm-hmm. doing. People that have the same struggles, people that have the same joy. Um, you just uh, you're with a bunch of people who do what you do. And they're my people. And I ha- I hardly ever get to see them anymore. And it yeah. drives me crazy. It's so sad. Um, but the other problem is that I don't get to meet with the actors the way I used to. I used to see an actor at, a, at an audition, the Straw Hat Auditions in New York. And I would meet them for the first time. And I'd call them back. And we'd chat. And they'd say, oh, I'm going to the, the uh, New England Theater Conference, the NETCs. And I'd go, oh, great. You know, we'll see you there. And I, I'd call them back up there. And i say, you don't have to come and see me. But if you want to just wave hello. And then they come and they chat with me or, you know, I'd give them cookies. and um, Cookies. You know, you and, say then, cookies. and then by the time they're in New York at my callbacks, we have a relationship yeah that's really different nancy hang on do you hear that dancing music Mm. strap on your dance shoes girl Ooh, bubba louie there's a whole lot of thinning going on around here and nancy and i are doing it you are listening to nh unscripted i am you're happy to be out of bed host ray dudley coming to you from high atop the wkxl studios in concord 1450 am 103.9 fm 101.9 101.9 FM in Manchester. You happy folk? NHTalk, NHTalkRadio.com. Nancy and I come back. We got a lot of thinking to do. Oh, suck it to me, baby. I still got Mitch Ryder on the brain. However, I am Ray Dudley, the host of NH Unscripted, you lucky people. In studio with me today is Nancy Barry from the Interlakes Theater. We are coming to you from the WKXL Studios, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. 101.9 FM in Manchester. Yeah, I still got the Barry voice, the Barry White voice thing going on here. Not quite sure what's going on, but I pick up a lot of chicks with it. And you can... Find us at nhtalkradio.com, all of the archives of this show and of the other great shows here at the studio. Nancy and I are chatting. She is a wealth of information. (laughs) Nancy, did you tell me you have almost 60 people who have gone from the Interlakes Theater to Broadway? Yes, Broadway contracts, Broadway. Broadway tours, or Broadway shows, although... Um, over the summer, we had three people open in Back to the Future on Broadway. One of them had just been with us in The How King and I the year this? before. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. haven't talked this to anybody This is what else? I learned from Norman Ledger, I think. So we had three, three in Back to the Future. I just found out that two people are in the, um, the Neil Diamond musical <sighs> on Broadway. Two people are either just made or are about to make their Broadway debut there. Um, and we have 
one young man who started with us when he was 10 years old in 2013. We did um, Les Mis and we did The Full Monty. Both required a young boy. And, and this kid was 10 years old. And he came in and I said to his parents, I, I was like, you don't even need to teach this kid acting. He's just, he, he just Ooh. is the part, right? And so he went through an, uh, an entire career. He was with us in 2017 and, or 2018 in Newsies. He uh, went on to Juilliard and he- Haven't we all? <laughs> and um, like- November, was it? No, it was last week. A week ago, he started rehearsals for a Broadway show with Sarah Paulson called Appropriate, and he opens on November 29th. What? Yeah. What? And I, like, so to me, I feel like I'm finished. You have like, like this magic spell. <laughs> what is going on so there? The, I, but I don't make them talented. They come to me talented. I have a really good eye. And I, but I also- You I, think? I, I think I learned it. I think I should have been a casting director in New York, and I missed my <gasps> calling. Because this is really what I love the most and what I do the best. Um, so anyway, honestly, I don't know any other group around that has that kind of a record. Either do I. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> brag, brag, brag. That's more than an anomaly. It's crazy. It's cra- no, it is. It has to be because it's, it's not, that's a high number for, for, you know, 16 years. Yeah. That's a high number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've just done incredibly well. There's, I can go to New York and go into any Broadway show and some of my people will be on the stage. I love it. Do you ever get to go backstage and see them? And, I do. And you do. I do. Yeah. I <laughs> I went back. Um, was it the, was it the Temptations show? Oh my gosh, can't remember what it's called. But I, but Nasia Thomas was one of our actors actresses who was in. Um, she's in Six right now, but she was in the. Um, she was in the temptation show ain't too proud and so i went and she took me backstage and 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 she was hilarious she goes this is the only person who ever gave me a lead until i got to broadway what <laughs> what uh because i i I saw, you know, I saw something in her. Yeah. She, you know, she was with us once. She was with us a few summers. And um, I had wanted to cast her in Sister Act. And I said, Nasia's going to come back next year. She's going to the lead in Sister Act, you know, unless she gets a Broadway show. And she goes, I'm coming no matter what. Well, yeah, well, she got a Broadway show. So. Okay, so the <laughs> truth is, though, you see the same people that, what, dozens of other directors see? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't hear anybody bragging about 60 of their former I know actors going on what can I tell you I, I'm tell me I am asking you <laughs> I, am, I, am I don't know tell me I see it or and you know I have helpers I have direct uh, other people that yeah, help like that x-ray help. glasses I mean what the heck I don't know I mean that's that that I, so when do you all right let's let's and talk it's a little bit about because I'm going to tell you something our people sometimes my directors say I I don't you know I don't I don't see it and I'd be like I you may not see it, but I'm going to tell you something. And sometimes, you know, they're like on Broadway. And I think the directors are like, how did that happen? But I just, I know what Broadway's looking for. And I know what I'm looking for. I know what my audience is looking for. And I see it. And I go, my audience. And this is what you hear me say. I see somebody at an audition and I say, oh, my gosh, my audience is going to love him. Or I say, you know what? He's going to be the next Broadway person that we hire. Well, how do your directors not see that then? Because they, everybody has I mean, what has in a, the world everybody, is But going- my directors. Directors help a lot. I don't want to make it sound like ah, they okay, don't. okay, okay. My We're directors, backtracking on my, that. Yeah, 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 yeah my yeah, yeah. directors are great. And sometimes they'll see something in somebody that I, you know I don't see. Um, 
I mean, in the end, I, you know, I make the final decision. I try to give them some say because it's, you know, they're going to be directing the show. But, you know, I have to, I have to bring somebody there that that's going to help, you know, with the whole, if I can, with the whole season. Yeah. So sometimes they don't get everybody they want. Oof, 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 oof. I'm getting, uh, but my it's mind good. Blown it's here. great. We have, we have, we get great people. And you know what? This show is. I mean, my, I'm really have great directors. Where are they coming from? They come from. How do you New, get them? They come from New York. They do. Yeah, a lot of them. They do. Yeah. New York. You. Yeah. You. Okay. I don't even know how to. I get. I get. I, they're New York that, people. I'm, they're New York directors. They're New York writers. I have a guy who comes from Argentina, who is has been on Broadway himself, in in New York. He's like he goes back and forth between the two countries. He comes and he does a lot of choreography and directing for me. Nancy, you're gold. You are gold, girl. I'm so glad you accepted my invitation. <laughs> I don't know where to go here. I'm, I'm in the, well, I'm you, in the presence of like, a theater gold. I, I'm stunned. So, I'm stunned. Uh, we also we've, you know, they have a contest in the Lakes region. I know it's all it's all for the mm, people to get advertising money out of us. But we have. <laughs> she um, didn't mean that. <laughs> we have won uh, the voting for the best live theater in the lakes region for five years in a row all five years they've had the contest so our people really like us that's good all right all right all yeah right. all right let's get into the weeds okay you Uh-oh. obviously have a feel for what your audience mm. wants to see mm-hmm. is it certain demographic that you target i don't yeah. know what it is but um how how do you come about figuring out what what you because you have limitations obviously i mean if it's a proscenium theater without it's a lot. the hardest decision every yeah. year is figuring out what shows to do and how do you do that um what, what? I, th- we do a certain amount of surveying but i you know and and it and it's changed because in in 16 17 years the the people have gotten older some people are now gone and there are new people in mm-hmm. when i first started nobody had a computer <laughs> nobody who was 80 you didn't so. have to bring that up that's <laughs> honestly like i was not years later they're actually buying tickets oh. online but they weren't doing that when i started so it does change um also generationally um you know 16, 17 years ago, people really liked shows from the 50s, and then it sort of became the 60s, and now I there's a there's a big that. attraction for people. Show uh, I'm doing Legally Blonde this summer. You know why? Because the 80s shows are hot. Okay, <laughs> 17 years ago it was the 50s and 60s shows. Now I'm not saying we don't do any of that because those people are still interested. Mm-hmm. Um, so next year we're doing Newsies because I want to have um, a family show. Okay. Um, and now we, you did Newsies before. Did I did. I, I, I did. I, I did. In 2017. Yeah. We just did it for one week and it sold out. I didn't have enough seats. So I decided to do it again also because I really did want to. You would f- bring in a show for one week? That's a lot of work, isn't it? Yes, it is. But I love slamming it out with a big hit wow. at the end. I love it when we don't have enough seats for everybody. I, I love it. Last year we sold out Footloose for a week. 400 yeah. and something, almost 500 yeah. seats. Yeah, for that show. Um, you know, so because it's a, only a one week show. So we're starting with Newsies, and as I said, family show. Then after that, we're doing Chicago. Mm, I love Chicago. You know, another thing that's got a lot of uh, subject material that has to do with the news, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Sensationalism yeah. and all of that. Yeah. And the famous lawyer. Um, and then after Chicago, we're doing Legally Blonde, which I've never wow. done. I've never <laughs> done it. It's really not. <laughs> 
I'm not telling the audience what face you just gave me. I've avoid- That's between you and me, Nancy. I'm watching a lot of Legally Blonde clips right now, yeah, i got to yeah, say. Yeah. And, uh, you it's know, been done recently a lot lately. Well, some area. people have done it, and, and, and everyone tells me it's done very well. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, we'll do it. Yeah. My, every time I say Legally Blonde to my audience when I was announcing the season, they're like, whoa. I'm like, okay. <laughs> They just like pink and they like little dogs. What oh can my gosh. I say? I'm, ugh, crazy. Okay, so and then at the end, we're doing Million Dollar Quartet. I, oh my God, really? Yeah, a lot of people don't know what it is. I want to tell you what it is. Yes, hang on, hang on. Okay. Woo! My gosh, I got my white jazz gloves on. I'm shaking my hands as Nancy and I are dancing out to the next break. There's a lot of thinking going on here. Nancy and I have a lot more funkin' to do. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your happy host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the bunkers of WKXL Studios, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, Concord, Concord, yeah, you radio folks. 101.9 FM in Manchester. NHTalkRadio.com is the URL. Nancy and I will be right back. Hang on. Welcome back to NH Unscripted. Oh, I'm so happy to be out of bed today. Nancy Barry from the Interlakes Theater is here with me. And we are coming to you high atop the WKXL Studios in Concord. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, both in Concord. Just rolls right off the tongue. 101.9 FM in Manchester. And you can go out to NH Talk Radio. Don't do it yet. I'm begging you. Hang on. We got a lot more thinking to go on here. NHTalkRadio.com. Nancy. Mind blown. (laughs) Doesn't take much, I guess, at my age. But my (laughs) gosh. Before we go too far, you have something you want to talk about million dollar. Oh, Million Dollar Quartet. It's just that there's nothing, you know, when you do the Buddy Holly story, you know what it's about, right? But when you do it, which we've done a lot, um, but when we do Million Dollar Quartet, nobody, I find a lot of people haven't heard of it. So a real thing happened in 1956 um, at Sun Studios in Memphis, Tennessee, all, all on the same day, Carl Perkins, Johnny Cash, Elvis Presley, and newcomer Jerry Lee Lewis were all in the same studio. And they they had like a jam session, recording session. And this is the story. It's a real story. I, I am. So you have talent that can do all four of those? Oh, wow. That, that. That's, yes, I do. <laughs> are they like impressions or are they just people doing their songs? They, they embody... I don't know how to say it. We try not to do like an out. It's not like an impression. It's not a. It's not yeah. an exterior thing. Yeah. There are people who sort of embody the personality. I I I have some of them. I don't have all of them yet. Yeah. I have I yeah. 
good grief. Casting must, you must be so excited to go to One casting. One of the reasons I avoid sometimes doing shows like this, because I know, like, they, they don't just have to be able to play the parts. They've got to play the instruments. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good rough. Point. It's really hard. I mean, Jerry Lee Lewis, we're not kidding around, right? Yeah. They, they've got yeah. to really, you know, and I want them to look like the guy, and I want him to sound like the guy, and I want that he has to be able to play the piano, and he's got to have that, that, he's he's crazy. Yeah, He's He's got to have that crazy going on. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you even go audition for that? Well, what, what kind of a notice well, do you what's about? Interesting, I'm looking for someone crazy who can the- play the piano, <laughs> is thin, wiry, wild. I mean, what? Uh, how do you pick that? The, the only the only good news is that there are some people who have made a career out of doing this show since it uh, since it was on Broadway. And I saw it on tour in Boston, and I said to my friend, oh, my gosh, my audience would love this show. But I've, I, I haven't done it because when I survey them, it doesn't, they, don't, they don't pick it because they don't know what it is. I survey – you can survey just on title. Yeah. And because – I survey just on title because then I know how many people are coming off the street. If I survey and give them all the information, they go, oh, it's a million-dollar quartet. That sounds great. I want to come. But – is Joe Schmo on the street going to know what that is? Probably not. Right. So that that's, unfortunately, it's kept me in a situation where I'm still doing movie titles. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Footloose. I'm still doing yeah, movie titles yeah, yeah. I because I have to fill the house. It's very expensive to do what we do. And, um, you know, you can only raise your ticket prices so, so much. Yeah. So. It's tough. Do you do all musicals up there? I, I do now. You do? Yeah. What, so... Meaning you did not. My first always year, do I did uh, lend me a tenor, and um, and and it was great. But I, yeah, I've been doing a lot of musicals. So I've been doing musicals why? because my people say we want to, they want to see musicals and they want to see happy and they they it's summer. We want to have a good time. Yeah. they're you know not. I mean, I did Les Mis. It was a stunning production. Yeah. But all my but a lot of people were like, yeah, we're not going to come. This is kind of sad. It's kind of long. <laughs> It's a classic. What's wrong with those people? <laughs> it's summer. There's an ad definite. What, Les Mis doesn't go good with your mint chocolate chip ice cream? I, it, I mean, what's going on up there? Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's not like it didn't sell, but it didn't like sell out. You know, like you have expectations for a show and it did, that, that was not what happened. <laughs> I was going to ask. Okay, before we go too far, yeah. I really need you to give out the website information <clears throat> and um, where you're located. I mean, <clears throat> folks down here probably don't even know. Where the Interlakes is. We're at the Interlakes Auditorium, the community auditorium, which is housed in the high school. Yep. And uh, it's in Meredith, and the website is interlakestheater.com. And theater is spelled T H E A T R E. You'll find it either way, but R E. And that's because theater with the R E indicates the art. And theater. T-H-E-A-T-E-R is about the house, where it is. I did not know that differentiation. Mm-hmm. See, I again, it's a good thing I get out of bed. <laughs> the, things, the things I learn. Well, I'm old. So you understand. <laughs> oh, don't set me up. Nancy, the, yeah. you understand your demographics probably yeah. as well as anybody. Um, so are you... How's the competition up there? I know the Winnipesaukee Playhouse, I don't mean to bring them up on your time here, but, you know, they, they're they right down the road, kind mm-hmm. of-ish. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what's up, uh, Gunk? What's up there? If you go far enough, you'll get up some to M and D in North of, Conway. Yeah, some of our people go to a Gunk. What? Yeah, they do both. Some of them go to North Shore. So you're not finding some of them go to the Winnie. Yeah. Well, you know, the when when there's a like big brutal. musical overlapping with us, it's gonna it's gonna impact us. But you know, in the end, eventually, anyone that's coming to my show will come. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They keep voting me the best, so I figure we're doing okay. Did she just drop that? She did. Nancy, Nancy, <laughs> you hey! dog, you dog. <laughs> what am I going to say? Voted best. Please elaborate on it's that. It's very serious. <laughs> Voted the best. Best live theater in the Lakes region. That's Five years. Impressive. Every year. Come on, that's I, You know, I just, I, it scares me to death because I don't want, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. very important yeah. to me. Um, because it's it's voted on by our patrons. It's yeah. voted on by people in the community. Which is hugely important. That's who, the, those are my customers. Yeah, they pay, right. You know, so I'm happy. That's all. Are there shows <clears throat> that you you would love to do there but can't for one reason or another? Mechanically, I mean, uh, something that, that you just don't have the, the ability to put it in the house? Mm, a couple of people have asked for Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, so? I don't I mean, you can't really drop a chandelier. Uh, I would not put it past you at this point. <laughs> I, I, You would find a way. I have I don't that know. feeling. I'm if I really sure. wanted to do it, I would find a way. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So there's no other show. So are there... Are there shows that are in a, like a rotation that you like? The, the audience just loves it. And every three years, like Mamma Mia or something, you're just going to bring it up and stick it in there. You know for sure it's Not so. necessarily. Oh. I mean, another theater, you know, did a, a long run of Mamma Mia and turned out they didn't sell it out. What? And, you know, they had done it and I had done it. And I think people had had enough of it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, wow. I, I can't tell you. Um you know, there are certain shows I'd like to do. I have, you know, the royalty companies have to give us permission to do them. So yeah, we'll wait and see. Royalties are brutal. But I don't think most folks understand how brutal royalties. One week can be. of million dollar quartet is ten thousand dollars. Dang! Six performances, what? ten thousand dollars. Yep. How many shows? This, here's a math question for all you whizzes. How many shows do you have to sell to make a, any kind of a profit off a ten thousand dollar royalty? I, I never make a profit. <laughs> oh. Oh. I think I just shed a tear. <laughs> what? You have to pay people and something to break even? You be Yeah, barely. Seriously? Sometimes. What? Sometimes. I, I, this is I, my stun face. Listen, For those of you on the it's YouTube a, it, channel. It's certainly not oh, yeah, ticket wait, sales. We don't have one. I, this is my stun face. What? what? Are you serious? How can, yeah. No, because we're paying people. We have housing. I have to house uh, 55 people at any given time, sometimes up to 70. It's like 74 people within the whole season, but 55 people at any given time through the, through a normal season. <gasps> so I'm paying for housing. I'm dealing with royalties. I'm dealing with marketing, box office staff, designers, technicians. Oh, we, my God. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot? It's That's a lot. an understatement. It's a lot. Fifty-five people. You housed the um. Lucky, my dad was a CPA. I learned a lot of tricks. <laughs> uh, no, I don't mean bad tricks. I just mean you know you just figure out. You how know to... the IRS tracks this show. You know that. I I I work <laughs> my butt off to get to get, make it happen. That's all. Do you? So are you saying you go into a deficit every year? Sometimes. 
But luckily we have, in addition, this well, tickets, ticket sales would never cover it. We have ticket sales, we have advertising, we have sponsors. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, and then we do a donor campaign. My gosh, my gosh, my gosh. We have a lot. We've had a lot of very yeah. generous donors. Yeah. Like, and especially when like, I when I go to them and I say, I we really need help. Help us, and they do. We're trying to find some housing options that can be long term housing options. So, yeah, no, I can see that my being a difficulty in the lakes region. Yeah, everybody's got a place sitting around they want to rent to you for practically nothing. Yeah, in the summertime, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. How's yeah. that going? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, a good grief. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, can you tell the audience who may not know you or anything about you, your background a bit? I know you went to Emerson. and I went to Emerson twice. Yeah. Oh. I did my undergrad. Wasn't enough to go on. No, I had to stay. Okay. <laughs> I was there. I graduated after I graduated Emerson in three years, my yeah. first degree. And so I stayed and did a second degree for another two years. I was there for five years. Really? Yeah. And then I moved to New York. I Yeah. To, moved to New York for a while. And yeah. then eventually... Um, I, I had a couple of other like theater endeavors and eventually landed up here in New Hampshire because of Norman. Yeah. Yeah. You teach voice lessons, right? You yeah. give voice lessons mm-hmm. and all that. I you're, teach voice lessons. You're underselling yourself, girl. I work I work at a, um, some of the high schools. I'm doing a show at Tilton School right now. Mm-hmm. How did we get into that so late? Oh, yeah, I hear the music. Is that true, Cat? <laughs> God, how can that happen? You have been listening to NH Unscripted. I am your happy, happy, happy host, Ray Dudley. Nancy Barry from Interlakes Theater up in Meredith has been with me today. Thank you so much, Nancy. I appreciate it. We are coming to you high atop the mountainous WKXL Studios in Concord. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. For those of you who still use radios, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. The URL is nhtalkradio.com. Gosh, I am the luckiest man on earth. I'll see you the next time. Head up to Meredith. Go see Nancy up there at the Interlakes Theater. Bye-bye.